Hubhopper Originals. To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com. Hello, and welcome back to Being Miraculous, a podcast by Shweta Shivraman. For those of you tuning in for the very first time, Being Miraculous is a podcast to inspire and live life to its fullest through my journey of self-discovery. Miraculous is the derivative of the Greek word meraki, which means to do an act with complete willingness, undivided attention, and wholehearted devotion. This podcast is a reminder of how we're not alone in this journey and on the simple things we can do to make this life a memorable and a beautiful experience. Hello everyone and welcome back to a brand new episode on Being Miraculous. I hope all of you are doing okay. That's the best we can hope for in these times, right? Okay enough to move from one day to the next amidst growing uncertainty about vaccines, the economy, our future and whatnot. But let's not go down that path today. Today, I want to speak about something powerful that changed the way I look at making changes in behavior and action in my life. A secret ingredient so potent that it could change your perspective in a matter of minutes. Curious enough now? Be patient though. I'm going to reveal the secret ingredient in time, but first I'll share the story with you about my process of discovery and then come to how you can make it happen for yourself. Picture this. Have you desperately wanted to make change happen? No more losing my temper or getting affected by what other people say or allowing people to walk all over my personal space only to always get back to old patterns and ways before you know it? Change is never easy. We all know something is not working for us, but how do we make the transition to what works instead? I've been wondering about this for a while now. I want to become a great writer, but I only write when inspiration strikes me. I want to be a regular trekker, but I'd rather binge on cakes and sweets cuz who doesn't like them, right? I'm curious and sign up for more things than I have time for and end up feeling drained and exhausted before I know it. And I used to wonder, why am I not able to change my patterns? I know what I'm doing is wrong, but I cannot seem to correct my ways to do the right thing. One of the many things I've learned as a coach in the last few months is that you cannot hold the mirror up for your clients and reflect their thinking patterns before doing it to yourself. And so I decided to coach myself. I explored them a little deeper. Why couldn't I write every day? What held me back from doing that? At the first exploration I came up with multiple superficial excuses. I don't have anything compelling to write about. I have no time. I have no energy after writing for my clients all day, etc etc and the reasons were endless. So I told myself, "Okay, let's schedule the writing in. A set time every day only for writing." You think problem solved end of the podcast already, right? But of course, life isn't that simple. Every time that scheduled hour came in, I found hundreds of reasons or other things to engage in. I even used that hour once to clean up the kitchen, mind you. And I realized something is very, very wrong still. I was escaping the task every single time. 
so I decided to coach myself again. Why was I not writing every day now that I have set aside a dedicated hour to do it? First thing in the morning, not when I'm tired and exhausted, but first thing in the morning to write for myself. And I came up blank. I dug further deep and it became uncomfortable. I didn't want to explore more. I felt like I was not going to like whatever coming up after this and that intuition was right. The more I started becoming aware of my thoughts as to why I was running away from writing regularly, the picture started to become clearer. I was afraid. I was afraid to write something bad. I judged my writing before my thoughts became words, and I preferred running away to penning things down that were not good enough. That was why writing to me came effortlessly when I'm in that state of flow. when i'm inspired that state of being where you feel like someone else is possessing you and pens those words down but not otherwise cause if you didn't write at all you can still convince yourself that you're a decent writer i didn't want contrary evidence to that and that realization hit home there was that aha moment i constantly wait for my clients to stumble upon in my coaching conversations that moment where you become aware about an aspect of yourself you never knew before a new learning about the self a conditioned pattern you never really took notice of until that point the minute i hit the nail on the head in terms of the problem the answers came to me automatically i knew i had to address the fear reason with it that this was counterintuitive that i could only get better if i wrote and not the other way around and voila change happened and that is the secret ingredient awareness one of the biggest learnings i've had in my coaching journey is that awareness is curative i've often wondered how can coaching be this effective a person asks questions and the behaviors can be changed that definitely was not all it took to change people in our lives but the more i delved into the process coached clients and got coached myself i realized this was indeed possible i realized why awareness is curative More often than not, we're not aware of what exactly is wrong. We know something is not working, but we attribute it to something superficial without going into the root cause. And most of the time, we are hard at work to fix something completely different from the actual problem. This gap is precisely what coaching exposes. Coaching unravels the root of the problem, not just at the superficial levels, but deeper down to relook at the core of who we are. and what is truly holding us back the minute we turn the spotlight onto our client's problems to the right issue it becomes apparent for them what they need to do next i've always believed that the answers lie within us if we only dare to look in the deepest and darkest corners within ourselves but never quite understood it till now it's like eckhart tolle's famous quote Awareness is the greatest agent for change. So, now that you know the secret ingredient, how can you use awareness to make change happen in your life? Number 1. Don't stop at the first answer that comes to you. Dig deep until you strike gold. The process of exploring what is not working within us is uncomfortable. Take it from me, but it's worth it. Don't settle until you're convinced that there's nothing more left to dig up. 
the chances are that what holds us back is a misconstrued and a deep-rooted belief of ourselves. And you can only bring about the change if you see the fallacy in the thought process at the fundamental level of that self-limiting belief. 2. Non-judgmental awareness This is the most crucial aspect of change. What do we do when we realize we've made a mistake? Immediately call ourselves names and say to ourselves, Idiot, how did you not see this before? Are you really stupid to have believed that? Oh my God, I'm such a loser. We often judge ourselves harshly and critique ourselves more than necessary. But change cannot happen from a place of self-deprecation or unworthiness. When you go down that path of observing yourself and becoming aware, learn to practice non-judgment. Often in my coaching conversations, I feel a breakthrough happens with my clients when I ask a simple question. What would you tell your friend if he or she came to you with this exact problem? And suddenly, my clients are not so harsh. They are kind, compassionate and can actually come up with practical ways and means to get around the problem. So practice awareness in a manner that's non-judgmental to yourself. 3. Anchor that learning Just awareness is a pointless endeavor unless you anchor that new learning about yourself and put it into action. Without this step, the awareness becomes just another piece of information that is added to that list of facts you stow away for a rainy day. It has no utility unless you glean something from it and put it to practice daily. In my example, I took steps immediately to address that fear of not being good enough. I realistically assessed where my writing skill was on a scale of 1 to 10 and determined where I wanted to be in the next few months. I then identified steps to get there. And guess what? One of those steps was to write daily. So as you gain awareness of what is truly holding you back, flesh that out. What can you do to assuage that self-limiting belief or baseless fear? Start with small, actionable, doable steps that you can measure and track progress and then grow from there. Incremental changes. Try this approach out the next time you find yourself unable to change your ways and actions in life and let me know what comes up for you. If you want a companion to co-create with you as you work this out for yourself, reach out to me at www.beingmiraculous.com or drop me a DM to book a one-on-one session with me. I'm active across Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Being Miraculous and will be happy to address any questions you have on moving forward towards your goals. And like I always say, if you like what you're listening to, don't forget to subscribe, follow, like, share and review our podcast so that it can reach more and more listeners that can benefit out of the content here. That is it from my side, folks. This is Shweta Shivaraman signing out, hoping you have a fabulous week ahead. This is Hub Hopper Original. Thank you for listening to this Hub Hopper Original. 
अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट